Welcome to Awakening the Soul podcast with your host, Shendel Short. I am here today. The topic's going to be boobies, <laughs> booze, and Botox. And I really feel like I need to get this conversation out. I've recorded it a few times and debated putting it out, but here goes. Before I get started and go into any of this, it's so important to me and my heart that you know this. If you are listening and you have boobies, implants, I mean, but implants, whatever type of implant you choose to have in your body, Botox or you drink booze, I am 100% supportive of whatever you do that makes you happy and makes you feel good. This is your life. I am not here to tell you what to do with your body or anything. I'm here to share my story in case there are people out there that um, can relate that uh, have started to find symptoms or dealing with situations and to just shed some light on this topic so that people can be aware of it. So I do not judge anybody who has Botox fillers, implants, or drinks Part of me has a little FOMO, not going to lie. I would be not human if I lied about it. This journey is not um, a choice of mine. It is literally that my body um, was breaking down and I had no other choice but to take this route. And I know that there's so many other illnesses and things that could have been wrong. So I graciously accept... um, what's in front of me because it could be so much worse and I know people suffering with so much worse right now so I never want to make it seem a bigger deal than it is it just is what it is and uh, I just hope to shed some light on this today and because I've been asked for updates so anybody who is listening for the very first time maybe you're not a follower my name's Shandell Short I already said that but I had an explant surgery done in October I think it was and I had had explants for, or sorry, implants for 13 years. I had ones called the cohesive gel implant. And the that is very different from a saline um, type of implant. It is a different type of material. And if you Google it and research it, um, you might know if like why some people with cohesive gel are having an issue and, so, and other implants are not as much. I did not know this at the time that I chose it. I chose the cohesive gel because it was newer on the market and seemed like it was going to be a safer option. It had a um, coating on the outside of it that uh, was positioned that it would ha- stop the implant from sliding around in the body, which now that I know know that it, that's not even really possible because it, our body form a sac around the implant after it's there for a certain amount of time. It's our body's sack, like it's not like a bag or anything like that that's implanted. It's actually just our body fighting off the foreign object. So we'll naturally create this cellular sack around the implant or foreign object. So um, the cohesive gel has the coating. The coating um, by one company has been, there's two companies that make the cohesive gel. One company has recalled theirs. And um, there are people having cancer from the coating is from what I understand from reading about it. I am no scientist or doctor or anything like that. This is just Schindel's interpretations. And uh, one was 
recalled, sorry, and one was not, and mine was not. And I was kind of, I guess, in a way, waiting to see if mine was going to be recalled, and it wasn't. But still, it sent off alarms to me to start to look into this. I also um, had some things show up in mammograms that were starting to be alarming about six or seven years ago. And I started to look into it, but I looked into it like not from the space that I am today. I was still very much, I would say, not ready to to look at this. <laughs> That's the best way I can say it because I know what it's like to be there and I don't want to say anything that like you're just at a place that it's like they're important and you got them for a reason and you know, I was just at that place and I did not want to really open too many doors to look at it is the best way to put it. But I was starting to look and some people I would talk to about it thought it was nuts and I would tell them the symptoms and they would be like, that's just hormones, like it's nothing, it's not a big deal. I ended up seeing over the past four years, um, six doctors, been in contact with six different doctors to ask if this is what it was. I really wanted to know. I did not want to have something in my body that was adding to what I was already doing in my life, like you know, our food has toxins, our, there's heavy metals and things in stuff we consume. And I was very aware of this. I do not live a lifestyle that I go overboard. I'm just aware. It's always say like 1% better, you know, I'll chop up my organic vegetables and eat mini eggs, like Easter mini eggs, chocolate. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not like, a hypocrite. I'm not any of those things. It took me a while to like be comfortable with even sharing this, but it's like just who I am. I try for like a little bit better every day, but this one was really bothering me and uh, for obvious reasons, but I would say half the doctors believed in what's called breast implant illness and they explained it to me and what it was and what it is, is that it can't be detected in the body. Like there's no specific test that can say you have breast implant illness it's a long list of symptoms, and some of them include um, chronic fatigue, stomach issues, headaches, um, brain fog, hormone dysregulation, um, sensitivities to things, ringing in the ears. Like, there's a long, long list of them, and uh, I encourage you to go look at it if you if you're feeling any some any of those that I just mentioned and you want to know more. And also there is forms on Facebook where like groups, community groups, where if you type in breast implant illness, um, you can join those. And I joined those about five years ago and would sit in them and just learn what other people were going through. And I really say it was more of like a watcher. For, at first, I was just seeing what was going on. And then I, the the mammograms were still showing an issue. And then I started to get pain underneath my right arm and it was starting to bug me. Because now it was like my body was starting to say that there's something wrong and no tests were showing it. Half of the doctors were saying that they totally believed in it and they've seen amazing results when they take the implants out. The other half of the doctors were like, I don't think it's true. It's made up. It's hormones. It's everything else but the implant. And I just felt torn and I had to learn to sit with myself on that. And so do you. If, if you're listening to this because you're curious or concerned, you have to do what's best for you because nobody at the end of this can own that decision but you. And 
I, let's see how this happened. I went and I got quotes and they were really high. It was really, it was a lot of money to have them removed. And when I look back now, I wish I just would have went and got a line of credit or anything to just get them out. But I didn't, I didn't take that route. And I waited and I waited and I lollygagged and did all of those things. And, um, once I had them out, I thought I, I finally decided to have them out. I'm jumping all over the place here. I finally decided to have them out because I knew it was time. I knew there was something going on with my body. I just kept saying there's something off with my body. It, it's not myself. I'm not myself. The weight gain wasn't bothering me. Like I'm not, I, I've been on like, if you follow me or if you don't follow me, I've been on like a self-love journey for about five or six years now. So I wasn't necessarily, I was past the point of like, I think I need those to love myself or feel great or feel beautiful or any of that stuff. It was, now I knew it was just there for simple fact of me not doing anything about it. Then I went to go have them out and the doctor said he did not see, um, there's two different prices you can get and one removes that sac that the implant has created, that the body has created around the implant. And he shared with me the the option of removing it or not removing it. And he said the removing it was a much longer invasive surgery um, that it would take much longer to heal and higher risk. And at the time, I was just had a lot going on with my life and I did not, didn't want to take that risk, I guess. In my mind, I was like, well, to have them out is better than not. And the body will naturally heal itself. I know that from studying about the body and learning and all of that, the lymphatic system will naturally clean it out. That's what I thought. Fast forward, they're out. I feel immediately better when they're out. The very first moment, I thought it was the drugs. I thought it was all these things, but it just continued to get better. One of them was breathing. Breathing was so different. Um, I just felt like I took a big deep breath for the first time in a really long time. And I've since talked to a few people and they've told me the same thing. So I think it's a thing. You don't realize it. I had them in for 13 years. The other thing is everybody wants to know was how was my boobs afterwards? And I know this is like me being super public about my boobs, but I love them. I actually love them way better without the implant than with the implant. It could be the 25 pounds that I've gained. Not quite sure, but it is, I actually love them. And even if I, they, like, even as my body does start to release the weight, um, well, it's not necessarily, it's weight, but it's also a lot of inflammation, which I'll get to. But um, even if it does, I, I just really love them. I've, I've gotten to a point of such a, a body acceptance of that, and I just love the natural feel of that. So now we've talked about my boobies long enough. Let's talk about the recovery. I thought the recovery was going to go really well. I thought was that was the surgery was the hardest part. And um, I knew that there was going to be a lot of detoxing and stuff like that. And it was coming on to Christmas. I was doing some, but like in true honesty, I wasn't maybe the best way supporting my body through that detox system. So in January, um, I decided to do a cleanse and about five days into the cleanse, it was a cleanse that was like, I researched a lot. It was like a blood cleanse, a lymphatic cleanse, like it cleansed all of the body, right? So it wasn't just a colon cleanse and then the other systems would get blocked up. It was one that was supposed to support all of the 
um, like lymphatic, blood, um, kidneys, liver, like all the organs that are going to be filtering the toxins, which is so important, by the way, if you're looking for a cleanse. So I, on day five, I was like thinking that I was going to start getting better, but it was getting worse and I was getting like really sick. So I stopped it and I just went about life because I had a lot going on um, with work and I was like working out and eating healthy and doing all of the things, but I kept gaining weight. And I was like, this is really odd. And then I was like, I felt like I couldn't get out of bed some days. And I'm being truthful here. It's not something I share a lot about, but I just really couldn't get out of bed. And I started to go to the doctor and I was like, something's really wrong. So we did a mammogram. It came back that we have to go for more tests, but our medical system take a long time. So I'm hoping that it's really nothing, but the medical system wasn't able to give me answers. Okay. They were not able to do a test to get the answer. Like I went and had blood work done. It was coming back normal, but I know this from in the past, checking my vitamin B's and vitamin, um, D and iron and stuff like that. And when I would take my blood work to the naturopath, I would get a completely different result. So I was recommended this um, naturopathic clinic out West um, and some different alternative avenues to take. So I felt kind of desperate at this point because my doctor, (laughs) I'm pretty sure thought I was crazy. I, there was something so desperately wrong with my brain that I was um, like I said, I couldn't get out of bed some days and she was saying I was depressed and I was like, it's not depressed. I, I like, I know what depressed is. There's something really wrong with my body and I would work out and I would get really dizzy and I would have to sit down. I would wake up anxious. Like it was just really off. It was like my body just kept up. I've just felt like a stranger in my body is the best way to put it. And I was getting discouraged because I couldn't get answers. I was doing the work in quotations and not getting anywhere, and that's discouraging itself. Fast forward, meet this clinic, and and meet someone who was able to help me, and confirmed what I was intuitively feeling, which I had started back in January when I did the cleanse to really start um, cutting out and some toxins in my life, and also through my studies of nutrition and the body and, and the, that the past year I had been doing it and was really leaning into intuitive nudges, I guess, on things that I needed to not have in my life. I would just get headaches from things or start to notice things. That's how the booze and the Botox are going to come into the conversation. But um, she to- literally told me my body was poisoning itself because my organs were overworked from my cortisol levels being so high. So the cortisol was high because I was dealing with a lot of stress at work and my body was under stress and I was full of heavy heavy metals and mold. So my lymphatic wasn't able to drain, nothing was draining and my hormones were all really low, cortisol high, Um, there was an infection in my brain and a lot of inflammation. So that's what it was. And the day that she told me that felt like everything changed for me. I knew then I knew when I took my implants out and I felt better that I did the right decision. And I was like 
like it was like a little notch for my, for my intuition, like to say, yes, I followed you. I then when she told me that again, and about the heavy metals, and I just was like, wow, man, our intuition is the strongest thing we have. So when people say to do the inner work to get closer to your intuition and to tap into that, this is why. And I, if you've listened to any one of my other podcasts, you know that I really talk about advocating for yourself. But this has just been another reason for me to really drive that home. There's a cure. I do like, I think it's like 12 to 16 weeks of a heavy metal detox cleanse and a candida cleanse um, for the mold and really just strip out my body, which does not bother me. Like the fact that I know there's so many other people suffering in the world and they have so much other to go through. The fact that I have to cut out some things in my life is like the best case scenario of anything. So that's why I had to cut out the Botox was because after I was having Botox, I was feeling really off, like really off for like four or five days same thing with drinking. I had cut out drinking in 2020 and it felt so amazing. And I chalked it all up to drinking, right? Like I was like, oh, it was all because I didn't drink. Well, now looking back, the implant was leaking into my body. So I don't know for how long I could probably pinpoint it and maybe go back about four years, I would say four or five years that it really started to change for me. But the year I wasn't drinking, of course, I felt better because I was, it was during COVID. We weren't traveling. So before that, I was traveling like 75% of the time for work. So I wasn't traveling. So the stress on my body was lower. I was cooking a lot more at home, like most of us were. And I didn't have that extra toxin of the alcohol there. So take off all of that. That's why I felt better. Because once I started drinking again, I would notice like, and I know it's like part of getting older and like a hangover would last long, but like, I mean like a glass of wine would make me feel so shitty the next day that it wasn't worth it. Like, and I would feel just as shitty and have just as bad of the booze blues with one glass as I did with like four And sometimes it would hit me sideways and some ways, some days it didn't. And I didn't drink a lot, but like, and for the most part it was controlled. It really worked on that relationship with alcohol, but it just was like, it was like a solid no for me starting out this year because I was like, okay, we're going to like get rid of things we don't need. And when I asked my intuition about it, it was like a solid no. Do I mean that it's going to be forever? Heck no. I'm, I know for a fact I will probably have most likely have a glass of wine again in my life. It's like one of my favorite things, pairing wine with food. And, you know, it's like I love it. So I will never shit on anyone who drinks. For me, it's just like I know when I can, when it's good. And right now while I'm healing, it's not good. So... The Botox is the same thing. Listen, you could go Joan Rivers your face up if that's what makes you feel good. Like for me, I will probably have Botox again too. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. But what I do know is that this whole experience has taught me something and brought me down a path I never would have gone down by myself. And that's the one of identity. I had started last year to really strip away like 
me not being my ident my job not being my identity and really stepping into like who is Shendel? Like who is who is I without all these labels and all of that? And that was I've talked so much about self-love and I never would have probably made these decisions and would have kept still talking about it. But God, universe, whatever you want to say, call it, brought me down this path of like, oh, you really want to practice self-love and you really want to learn it? Great. Well, we're going to take away everything that society told you made you beautiful. And then now you're going to sit at a place that you're going to really learn to love yourself. And that comes into play like I had also studied Karuna Reiki. It was my second master's that I took. And that focuses a lot on the divine feminine and healing your feminine wounds and all of that. And I I don't think I would have been ready until unless I had done that. I don't think I would have been ready had I not really worked on my self-love prior to that. Because I know some people that have their implants removed and they find it very hard mentally on their like their body acceptance and stuff like that. I can't say that I had that, but I had the I had the other thing. So I I don't think that it's great. Now some people have them removed and they're happy and great and never have any issues with their body. And I'm so happy for them. Like that's amazing. This was just my journey. I don't think it's going to last, like it's not going to last forever. It's going to be able to heal. Now I know I've learned. I'm not playing victim to it. I a hundred percent made this decision. Now I will decision my way out of this consequence. And I have so much more inner strength because of it. I see now that what I thought I needed the Botox or even the glasses of wine or whatever to fit in or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need those things. You know, they're sold as empowerment. And now that when I look at it from a different place, I see that it's not actually empowerment at all. Like at all. It's the empowering feeling of having all of those stripped away and learning to love yourself is something that oh it makes me emotional I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade for this journey because it's so rewarding and so beautiful internally it's not something that I like I'm sharing because I want anybody that's going to go through this journey or is considering it to know that but I just want people to know that I don't care if you do it if you need to do that for you then fantastic do it and I support you and send you all of the love we live in a world that we think that because I'm choose different now or because someone doesn't agree with what we do that we can't love each other and I think that's absolutely fucking ridiculous I think that I can love you and compliment you and love all of the things that you do for your life and you can love all of the things I choose to do for my life and not make it question your own. It doesn't make me question myself because of what you do and I hope that what I do doesn't make you feel like I'm weird or crazy or (laughs) making you feel 
questioning your decisions. That's on that, that that's something you have to deal with internally. Like that's a this is this journey, this self-love journey is not for anyone else but you. I talked about it in my last podcast. You know, the, it's this me versus me idea and I just want you to know that if you are considering it and you think that you need all of these things in order to be accepted or to love yourself or all of the other bullshit stories that I think that we've been conditioned to believe, I want you to know that it is the most freeing, confident, sexy, um, humbly whole version on the other side of not needing any of these things. And you might feel that way already. And that's great for you, like I said. But I do want you to know that, yes, there's going to be insecurities. There's going to be days you look in the mirror and see wrinkles or all of these things on this journey. And that's a part of it. But learning to love the parts that you don't love about yourself, man, there's something real powerful in that. So that's my update. That's my journey. Um, Contact me if you have any questions. Reach out. I am here to talk about anything. It's always confidential. And just know and please trust and know that you are loved and you are beautiful. And uh, I support you, what you do. And I hope that you support me in return. And um, that we love each other for our differences or our similarities. Thank you. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. We just finished another podcast together. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your takeaways, what were your favorite parts, or continue this conversation. Head over to my Instagram. It will be listed in the show notes. Let's continue to grow together. With love, Shandell.